So she was like, I found the perfect shirt for you. And initially I was like, Brittany, I don't do that. Like, <laughs> like, like this isn't this isn't gonna like, work. I don't do Mickey. And then and then like I opened up the link she sent me and saw the Thanks shirt and I was like, Oh, you know me so well. It's <laughs> so great. I love it. So we were only trying to drown her. Just so perfect. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I can participate. <laughs> I can do that actually. That's so great. I can I can do the whole <clears throat> Disney thing if the shirt is a reference to mermaids drowning <laughs> Wendy. She's she's noticed I don't wear any of the Disney paraphernalia, mm-hmm. and she very wisely guessed why because <laughs> I don't like any of it. And then she found what I like. But it's going to be interesting to be at Disneyland like masked and. With a baby. Mm-hmm. Baby. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the best part. I actually baloney think there. that is going to be fun. <laughs> She's so cute. She's at the age where, like, she doesn't need to be in a stroller or anything. Aww. Um, But she's still, like, really young and mostly nonverbal. So it's <clears throat> pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> we should get started, shouldn't mm-hmm. we? Yes. How I'm are you, Aaron? <laughs> How are the crackers? I'm hungry. <laughs> what, would, what did you want to say, Jensen? It was stupid. <laughs> okay, then. Let's move on. I'll say it. <laughs> I'm just really comfy in this grandma chair. Yeah, you do look very comfy. Um, for a description for our non-visual medium, Erin um, is sitting looking very elegant with um, a lovely cross-legged posture she's the most prepared for this recording she has her water she has some crackers um which we will allow because she is a cute pregnant lady and because we love her and she can do what she wants and then um i am not sitting in this chair properly with a an exercise ball I elevating think you're doing one of it, my right? legs. I mean, it's comfortable. Yeah, she's like yeah. half in a chair, half on an exercise ball. <laughs> yeah, and it's really comfortable. I was just I needed to find a position that spoke to me. And then Jensen is in a a very lovely old fashioned wooden rocking chair. It's so just nice. gently swaying. It's one of those <laughs> ones where like it has kind of a. Um, like it's a suspended rock, like a suspended mechanism, mm-hmm. so that it doesn't make any noise. Yeah, it's a glider apparently, yeah. <laughs> and she looks really content. Yes, it has a big cushy cushion that was repetitive, but a very soft cushion covering the entire thing, and it comes with an ottoman that also has a cushion and also does the glider motion. So yes. Silent little glidey rocky chair. She looks very content. She was saying that she wants this to replace her gaming chair. Yeah, this is like the most comfortable chair. I could game in this for hours and it would take a long time before my butt fell asleep. It is quite perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, speaking of which, what are you playing right now, Jensen? Uh, so I didn't play anything that I said I was going to play at the end of last episode. No, same. I'm the worst. (laughs) Uh, um, I actually ended up playing a lot of Dragon's Dogma and Munch's Odyssey, which are two games that I've been trying to beat for years. Munch's Odyssey, I've been trying to beat it since I was like 12 years old. No, younger than that. Like eight. It came out like forever ago. And I finally beat it. And I was so happy. That game has the most frustrating controls that have... I I don't know if they were good when I first played the game. I mean, it's just aged poorly. But... It's so hard to just walk a straight line. (laughs) (laughs) But I got through it. It was fun. And it was, you know, a, a wish that I had as a child that I fulfilled finally. And then Dragon's Dogma, I thought I had beat it. It's another game I've been trying to beat for years. Uh, I thought I beat it. And then I discovered that when you beat the final boss, the game just kind of keeps going. And (laughs) then it's like, it's kind of, it kind of reveals that the world is endless and it's on a cycle and you just, you could never escape the cycle. And now I'm trying to escape the cycle. And I'm like, (laughs) I guess, I guess the game just keeps happening. (laughs) So... (laughs) I thought I was going to have two games to report. Yeah, I beat these games and it was great, but 
Dragon's Dogma just decided not to end. <laughs> so, um, it's a bit like Nier Automata that way. Mm. Like, Nier Automata, I was like, yay, I beat it. I don't understand what happened, but I beat it. And then I played it through again. I'm like, yay, I beat it. I guess I'll start it over. And then I started it, and now it's a completely different story yeah. the third time. And I was like, wait, what? did I even beat it the first time? <laughs> Tell me. Like, did I, I do something wrong? <laughs> I'm so confused. I kind of, this is one of those situations where Elsa's always right. Because I remember when you were like, <laughs> I beat Nier Automata. And I was like, did you? And you were like, yeah. I and saw I, credits. And I, and I like mentioned something. Dragon's Dogma didn't have credits. It just like suddenly like I was playing the game again. <laughs> well, now I'm like positive. You just don't listen to Wait, me because I'm it? sure that I told you <laughs> I that like you are supposed to. There's different tracks well, yeah, and you're I've supposed been, to play well, through the, the different storylines. When I beat it the first time, it came right back to the beginning. But I was just playing as a different character. But it was the same story. And I thought that was going to happen again. But then when I got mm, to the end, nope. it was a completely different story the third time through. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> have I not beaten this game at all? No, no, you haven't. <laughs> has anyone? <laughs> Seriously, has anyone? I'm The so 30th confused. time you play through it, it changes to be something totally different. <laughs> I can't even tell if you're serious. Like, honestly, you might be. And I, I wouldn't I, I even put it past that game. <laughs> but I'm not done. That's not the last game that I played. I also started Deus Ex Mankind Divided. I've been meaning to play the, the Deus Ex games for a long time. But I've kind of been resisting it because I'm lazy and I suck. And <laughs> uh, also a little bit because I noticed that the main character's name is Adam Jensen. And I was like, how would I feel playing as a character that people might call by my own name. I was like, that's probably not going to be too much of a problem. Um, but I was a little bit terrified of the prospect. Well, I've actually started the game now, and it's the weirdest experience. <clears throat> like, I know that lots of people don't have to deal with this because they've got names that are, like, you know, common and normal, where they hear it all the time. You know, there might be many a Kevin or a Jason in, <laughs> in your game or your movie, but I don't hear my own name said at me but not talking to me ever yeah and this has been really weird and especially whenever they call me on the phone and it comes through the speaker on my controller and they're like jensen what are you doing i'm like <laughs> nothing <laughs> it freaks me out <laughs> but it's a really fun game i gotta say a lot of people were saying when cyberpunk came out that um they should have done it more like deus ex mankind divided and i or deus ex all of them really not just Mankind Divided. I've actually heard conflicted things about this one, and I'm not really sure why. I think it's fun. But um, I heard people saying that they should have been more like Deus Ex. And I kind of see what they're saying, but I kind of think that if you combined Deus Ex and Cyberpunk, you could get, like, the perfect, like, post-apocalyptic cyberpunk sci-fi kind of game. Because, I don't know. I feel like there's there's things that Deus Ex is deficient in that Cyberpunk has and vice versa, mm. you know, but it's very fun. The conversation options are really interesting. Like you, you get these fun things where you get to like analyze people while you're talking to them and you can like see what kind of response might persuade them. And it's like a little puzzle mm. and it's, it's interesting. <laughs> And last night I was playing it and there was a moment where um, Adam uh, revealed that he was captain of the debate club in high school. And I just thought that was just the best little bit of backstory <laughs> because it totally fits. It's like what he does. But uh, yeah, I think that I think that I don't even know what I'm really trying to say. I just I really like it. And I, I see what people were saying about it being what Cyberpunk should have been like. There's a lot in that game that I feel like Cyberpunk could have learned from. There's mm. a lot it seems like they were trying to take, but mm -hmm. they didn't <clears throat> quite. They like they missed the mark on some things. I don't know. 
I love it. Anyway, that's great. <laughs> I think I'm probably going to end up beating it like today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be really quick. Um, I don't really have a ton to say about what I've been playing. I have been playing a lot of games and they're all games that I have talked about before a lot. Um, I wasn't feeling so well and I went back to some comfort games <laughs> to because my tummy hurt. And my comfort games are Bloodborne and Dark Souls. So that's what I did a lot of. I also played a lot more Returnal. I think last time I talked about Returnal, I was a little bit like, oh, I'm not sure about this. I feel a little bit more sure about it now. I think it's a fun game. I like it. That's that's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I have even less. I'm ashamed. I haven't really been playing games recently. I don't know. I've been in one of those weird moves, moods that I get into every once in a while where I'm like, I just don't feel like playing anything, <laughs> which is really sad. But that's where I am right now. I feel now. like now is a very logical time to go through that, though. Yeah. You kind of got a lot of other life stuff going on. Yeah. That's yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. That's we got we got our, our third and final for now snake. <laughs> He's excuse me he's a beautiful boy he is a um a super dwarf reticulated python he's super he is super he's so super he's super cute (laughs) but yeah we love him he's adorable um i did start hades a while ago and i really like it so i'm excited to get into that I'm so proud of you for starting Hades before Jensen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm proud of you, too. I pre-ordered it um, on PlayStation 4. Uh-huh. My plan is to get on PlayStation 4 so that when I'm, like, watching shows in the other room, I can stream it to my Vita and Ooh, keep playing. Yeah. Fancy. I'm so excited. Have you uh, turned on God Mode yet? No. Okay. At one, at, there's a certain point in the story where it prompts you to do it. Um, personally, I think it's a good idea to just do it from the beginning when it's your first playthrough. Oh, okay. Because uh, it's it's helpful mm-hmm. and it's kind of, I don't know, it, it makes sense within the context of the story mm-hmm. and with your character's growth. And it just kind of helps you get to know a lot of the weapons and abilities mm. um, with a little bit, I guess, with a little bit of like training wheels on. Oh, but like, okay. I think it's helpful personally. Hades is a great game mm-hmm. and it's really satisfying to get through it. So I think every tool that they've given you to help you get through it, you should take advantage of, especially yeah. for your first playthrough. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, but I love those characters. <laughs> they're so cute. Yeah, they're really fun. Mm-hmm. I like them a lot so far. <laughs> I'm so excited to play it. There's There's one character who I would say is kind of a fan favorite. And most people don't meet him until I think online there was some kind of a consensus where they were saying like 10 or 11 runs Mm. or something like that. I didn't see him until about 25. Oh, wow. And a lot of people I've talked to didn't see him for a really long time, too. Uh Um, But he's just my favorite character. Yeah. He's just great. I love him. Yay. He's <laughs> such a good boy. Um, but yeah, and then I love the designs that they did for all the Greek gods. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. right on. Hades is amazing. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's really good so far. It's one of those games where I haven't played it, but I appreciate it greatly. Mm-hmm. I've seen Elsa. I watched Elsa play a lot of it, and the art is beautiful. The gameplay looks fun and punchy. The soundtrack is gorgeous that mm-hmm. voice acting yes yeah. yeah and the story and like i'm just i'm really excited and mm. it does feel a bit like a personal gift to me that it comes out on my birthday that's <laughs> yes i think it is yeah. well it comes out the day after my birthday but i pre-ordered it so i get to play it on my birthday uh-huh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> nice <laughs> i'm sure that was on purpose yes mm-hmm. so. <laughs> the topic today is uh, really loose. It's really not a topic. It's more just a series of vaguely related questions. The first one of which is, what was your greatest disappointment game? 
So this is a game that like you were really anticipating. You were super excited to play it and it came out and you played it and you were like, oh, that's too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I didn't put an answer on the outline because I thought that I would give myself a couple of days to think about it and that I would come up with an answer. And I didn't because I couldn't think of anything. So I'm sorry that I'm cheating. Um, (laughs) As an alternative, I'm just going to talk about a completely different disappointment that I may have ranted about on this very podcast before, but I just want to reiterate that what they did to Dark Shadows was a was a tragedy. You've definitely <laughs> ranted about this before <laughs> on the podcast. I I think it deserves to be ranted about more than once. It's awful. Um, but yeah, I actually can't think of any games that have disappointed me too much. And I do kind of think that part of it's that my expectations tend to be very low. <laughs> like, I usually go in assuming that the game is going to not be really worth my time. And mm. then I am pleasantly surprised by any fun that I have. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to be. Yeah. It's a good way to live. <laughs> And Aaron, you too said you were having trouble thinking of of disappointments. Yeah, I too am cheating. Um, <clears throat> I like to think that I am good at judging a game before it comes out. Like, I don't like to delve so deeply into it that I'm just like, everything is spoiled for me. But like, I watch a few trailers and if I'm not sure, I watch a little bit of gameplay and I go off of that and what people are saying about it. And so far, I don't think I've really bought a very disappointing game yet. Um, But I do know there have been times I'm watching a game trailer and thinking, holy crap, this looks amazing. But then at the end, you find out it's an MMO Mm. or it's turn-based. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, well, well, crap, that could have been amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess I could change my answer to um, the fact that League of Legends is nothing like that KDA music video. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) They have the coolest cinematic trailers and And then you play the game and you're like, oh, it's just an MMO. Yeah. And you're like, (laughs) and it's like top down, like cheesy graphics. And you're like, missed opportunity oh my gosh what are you doing like no offense i'm sure some people have a really good time with mmos i'm just not one of them it's a i mean a a moba oh yeah yeah sorry massive multiplayer battle arena right oh yeah moba online um, (laughs) i don't like those either yeah yeah i I have i have played them that's the thing is that i did try it and i found it to be boring yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm, like kind of halfway. How you felt? Kind of halfway between boring and fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I've I've spent worse Saturday afternoons <laughs> doing other things. Yeah. Yeah. But it was not yeah. really what I wanted to do. Like yeah. I I enjoyed a few games of Among Us, but the amount of hype it gets and like the cosplaying and the the cake making and. Just everything that's come from it. I'm like, I mean, it's a fun game, but I've seen I some very don't... cute little crochet figures. Yeah, yeah. But I, I personally just don't get it. I'm like, yeah, I had fun playing it a few times. I don't care to play it ever again. But you know, because <laughs> I don't like playing with people. But <laughs> anyway, um... yeah. Well, I went to a uh, an esports thing for League of Legends, and that was my first experience actually seeing the gameplay. Mm. Before that, everything I knew about it was the KDA music video, <laughs> yeah. and I was just <laughs> so confused. I was like, "Wait, this is League of Legends? Yeah, this this is really League of Legends? You're like, this is one of the biggest games in the like, entire world? <laughs> I was like, this is all of it? This isn't just the multiplayer portion. This is the whole game. That's it." <laughs> it's just not for me. No, no. I mean, it yeah. was fun watching it in mm-hmm. the in the esports thing, you know, yeah. like in that setting. It was fun, but I was like, I don't feel I ever need to play it. <clears throat> like mm-hmm. I, I thought about it for a little while. I downloaded the game, and I just didn't ever start it because every time I'd go to, it, I'd be like, I don't feel like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would kind of put Among Us in the same category as like Jackbox games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's fun if you're playing with people yeah. who you have fun playing with yeah Mm, but that's about it yeah Yeah, for sure (laughs) and Uh, for league of legends it's yeah it's um it's fine for somebody else 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad people enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for me. Never take that away from them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I decided to go with a different form of media as well. Um, <clears throat> those who know me know that um, it's it's hard for me to be disappointed in a movie because I just like to have a fun time. Like, if it's entertaining, awesome. I, you know... That's what I'm there for. Um, but every once in a while, there are some whoppers that are just like, what happened? What the heck were you thinking? And I don't know, I might get crap for this, but that the most recent for me was Wonder Woman 1984. I still haven't That's seen it. Heard. I haven't seen it either. But oh. I've heard um, it was it's, not, it's nothing yeah. like the first movie. I've heard several people basically just say they don't understand how they screwed it up so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's this, like the same director, too. And it's mm -hmm. like, what were you thinking? Like and Pedro Pascal. Uh, I yeah. Love watching him how do you do screw anything? up with him and Gal Gadot? <laughs> and oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, man. Just, yeah. Just so they had some wonky physics and bad CGI, like real bad. And yeah. it's, just that's and it was cheesy <laughs> and the story didn't make sense and diana was just kind of a beast to everyone the entire movie it's like i get you're upset about your boyfriend of like a hundred years ago but yeah, he died for a, like a while ago yeah you shouldn't treat everyone else like crap because of it like it didn't make any sense for her character so it didn't feel like she was headed that direction at the end of the first movie no no yeah. it didn't yeah so just overall i was like that was a massive disappointment and I wish they hadn't made it. <laughs> like, the way that I've heard people talk about it, it <clears throat> kind of feels like when in the first one, when Ares like transformed and still had the mustache, that was like a sign of things to come. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was. It a was moment that omen. carried over. Yeah. <laughs> Because that, that was like the one part of the th first movie that I remember being like, that wasn't a great choice. Yeah. And just that he still had that He's stupid mustache. Still just that tiny, wispy guy. And I like, was like, isn't he supposed to be like a, a huge, attractive god now? <laughs> like, the mustache was especially just like, I was like, why? Like, yeah. it's such a strange choice. Because yeah. that mustache is the least intimidating bit of facial hair you could possibly have. Right. I think I read that the actor refused to shave yeah and they were like all right oh my god i don't know i, I don't know if that's true but i do remember hearing that that's it's yeah. such a bad thing but i feel like that was just ridiculous. that was a sign that the next movie was just not gonna be great <laughs> yeah not just it's not going to be great, but it straight up sucked yeah it's too bad um, so it's sad. Omen. yeah <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> uh, and then on the other end of the scale, so we're going to talk a little bit about Wait, games. Did that Jensen go? I didn't go. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just wrote pontificate on the outline. <laughs> it's because you you didn't, it, I didn't end up needing it because you didn't put in the part where I wasn't allowed to bring up two worlds. What do you mean so I didn't? talk about two worlds. Yes, I did. It's right there. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't it say it. It says it right there on it? the outline. You didn't say it? Jensen, so the audience has no idea that I'm not allowed to say The done. outline is meta text <laughs> that you are required to acknowledge. But and it I says right here, greatest disappointment game that isn't two worlds again. It says that right and there in the if outline. If not, choose I, a different medium. I thought I could think of something else, <laughs> but I just hated Two Worlds so much. <laughs> I was sitting here and I was like scrolling through every game I've ever played, and I was like, Two Worlds worse <laughs> with all of them. I was even like Kingdom Hearts two, and I was like. I wasn't, like, I expected that one to be not that great because I'd already heard everyone complain about the tutorial. Two worlds I thought was going to be amazing. Okay, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you. Oh. You've played basically every Assassin's Creed, right? Yeah. Okay, which of the Assassin's Creeds is the most disappointing? Hmm. Unity. I know you liked them all, but okay, Unity? Good. <laughs> yeah, but I have reasons, too. Okay, what are so, they? So, I yeah, I liked them all. I even liked Unity. Um, but I mostly just like 
that one and a couple of the other ones that are not that great. Brotherhood. <laughs> because because they're part of the series and I love the the series. But Unity, the frustrating thing about it is, one, Arno is stupid. Arno is stupid. He's just, he's, I didn't like him as a character. I didn't like having to play as him. He was... Like, they always, almost always, they make your main character some whiny douchebag. I was going to say, I haven't actually <laughs> played very many Assassin's Creed games, but I have played a handful of them. And um, I was under the impression that I am just not apparently supposed to like any of the characters I play I as. Think, I think that you like them if you're an immature little boy. I think that's <laughs> what it is. You don't start to like the main characters. At least I didn't start to like the main characters until Syndicate. And I liked Evie, not Jacob. I liked Evie. <laughs> and then in Origins, I liked Bayek and I liked Aya. Bayek seemed cool. And, and then cool. in um, in Odyssey, I loved Cassandra. I never played as Alexios, but I, when I met him and heard his voice, I was like, no, I can never play <laughs> as Alexios. <laughs> He has a villain's voice. He can't possibly be the main character. And why he's always on the cover art for everything for that game, it baffles me. Um, and Eivor is really cool. Both male and female Eivor, I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I even switch back and forth sometimes because they put that ability in the game and it's it's fun. But yeah. So the first half of the series, I didn't end up liking any of the main characters very much at all. Ezio, I feel like I used to like him when I was little. And then I grew up and I was like, oh, my gosh, he sucks. <laughs> but Arno is like, a, he's on a next level of douchebaggery. He acts like a 15-year-old. And I'm pretty sure he's like in his late 20s. He's, he's a child. And he drives me crazy. But not just the way he acts, also the fact that the controls are so bad that you can be running towards something straight forward to climb onto it. And he just jumps to the right and starts climbing something else. And it's like, Arno, I had a specific pathway I wanted to take to get away from this people. Why are you going that way? <laughs> the Really, the way that I got through that game was using berserk darts. I would shoot people with berserk darts, watch them fight each other to the death, and once they were all gone, oh my gosh, my phone <laughs> keeps going off. Once they were all gone, I would just do it again with the next group. That's mm -hmm. how I beat Assassin's Creed Unity. <laughs> it was ridiculous. That doesn't sound fun. No, it, doesn't. it wasn't. I only it did it tedious. because I was like, I need to, I need to play all of them because I need to. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, yeah, that's a game I was disappointed by. <laughs> that wasn't two worlds. Yeah. This is this is how we that's get fair. Jensen to respond. We have to not be so broad. Yeah. <laughs> to narrow it down. Um, all right, so moving on. What game did you expect nothing from, but you ended up loving? So basically the entire other end of the spectrum here. I will go first. I hadn't played video games for a few years. I did the thing where I was like an adult and I went on a mission and suddenly I didn't have time for such childish things anymore. And then I was very depressed um, because that's a horrible way to live. Yeah, it sucks. And it occurred to me I should probably have things in my life that, you know, make me happy. And so I started thinking about, okay, I think I want to start playing games again, but I don't know what kind of games I like. I, I'm not familiar with any of the systems because I haven't played anything in ages since like like the last time I remembered really in like sitting down and enjoying playing something it was like PS1 <laughs> and so <laughs> and so I was like Jensen what do I play and you were telling me Outlast yeah. and I didn't know anything about Outlast and to be honest I thought you were tricking me no I really thought that you were like I'm gonna make Elsa play this as a joke <laughs> it's gonna be funny no because um <laughs> I always thought that that was horrible and mean when I'd hear that older brothers would do that to their, their siblings. Yes, yeah. And if I so, thought about it for like five seconds, I would have realized that you sincerely thought I would enjoy the game. No, but, it's because I watched you play PT and I was like, she is the kind of person who would enjoy survival horror. Yeah. Because like, I've always wanted to watch someone play Outlast 
I should never play Outlast. Yeah, I was curious about PT because I was like, oh, you know, it's it's a Kojima and it's I I like horror, so I'll play this. And PT was a good time. And then you were like, you need to play Outlast. And I knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. So I went into it kind of thinking that this was maybe me being set up to fail <laughs> for the amusement of those watching. And instead, I had a really, really great experience with it and loved it and sort of ended up getting back into games basically as a result of um, being pressed into playing Outlast. Yeah. So that was fun. I, I do good game recommendations. You do. You do. I, I acknowledge that. You also are the one who told me I should play Dark Souls. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and how about you, Jensen? Um, I chose The Surge. I remember when I first heard about it, uh, I heard a lot of really meh things about it. A lot of people were like, Oh, they were just trying to be like Dark Souls and it's just not that good. And I only had it because it was free on PlayStation Plus. And I decided to start it on a whim one day. Um, honestly, because I was trying to hide from a child that um, was over at the house and was wildly chasing around all of our cats. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to interact with this child. I'm going to play The Surge. So I played The Surge, and I didn't think much of it at first, but then later I got COVID, and for some strange reason, I just was in the mood to play Souls-like games when I had COVID, and I was like, I guess I'll just try this. And then I didn't stop playing it for like a week straight, and I ended up loving it so much. I actually bought a physical copy of it with a steel book and it actually came with a second physical copy. So I now own three copies of it. (laughs) Can I have one? Yes, you can have one. (laughs) Now I have two copies. And, um, you know, selling things is an option also. I feel like I should tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) But I just, I loved it so much. Now my ringtone is the song that plays when you're in the, the, um, the like bonfire area. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's Med Bay. Yeah. When you're in the Med Bay, there's a song that plays over the radio the whole time. And that's my ringtone now because I just ended up loving this game so much. Uh, It was a great time. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So I've I've talked about this a lot before, but everyone knows how much I love Persona 5. Um, and like I said earlier, I have zero desire to play turn-based games. Like, they, they're just boring to me. Yeah. I, I don't like it. Um, but the more I saw Rob from PlayStation Access talk about it and say things like, you know, even if you don't like turn-based games, you're still going to love this and... I was just fascinated at that point. And so eventually I just gave in. I'm like, screw it, I'm going to play it because whatever. Um, And I mean, it's so good. Like who wouldn't want to play an insanely stylish Japanese game where you change people's hearts by fighting monsters in their subconscious and wear cool (laughs) costumes while doing so? That does sound very (laughs) wild. (laughs) And but also you're a Japanese high school student and you have awesome friends and like super fun social uh, like stuff. Yeah, you have to go to class (laughs) and you have to pass your test. I don't know. I don't know how they did it, but it is, it's amazing. Like, it's just insanely good. Yeah. <laughs> but it shouldn't be. It should not be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of things that I hear about Persona 5 where I'm like, that shouldn't work. Yeah. Right? It shouldn't be this it fun. It shouldn't. Seriously, especially when you're stuck just like going to class when they're like, you can't do anything right now. So just go to class for the next like week or so. <laughs> and it's like, just be a normal student. Yeah. That's like your objective. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, this shouldn't be a fun part of the game, mm-hmm. but it really is. Like, yeah. I love those portions. I'm right. like, okay, I'm just going like, to All right, to be some downtime. Yeah. <laughs> Relax. Yes. Let's go read a bunch of books. <laughs> <laughs> Hang out with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> that one's going to be next playthrough. <laughs> Actually, I, I didn't get, I didn't, didn't end up reading all of the books because I accidentally missed one oh. one opportunity to get a book no it's one of the mementos things 
you get a, a text message in August. And if you don't look at it in <gasps> August, it's gone forever. No. And then you can't get one of the books. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That I'm is so mean. So angry because I was <laughs> I found out after I read every single other book in the game. And I was like, why didn't the trophy pop? And then I looked and I was like, no. No. <laughs> yeah. Royal, I will be playing with a platinum guide. <laughs> Aaron. Predict an Elden Ring boss. Okay. So it's going to be massive, hideous monstrosity with like a bunch of limbs and faces all over its body for no reason because, you I know, soul's born. <laughs> there will definitely be a face where the butt is. <laughs> and when you run over there to go strike the butt, You're like, it opens its eyes and, and looks screams at you. <laughs> It's perfect. <laughs> and it's heavily armored and just absolutely disgusting. And also it seems to be twitching viciously like every movement. And something weird and icky just kind of like falls off of its body every time it shudders and moves. Ugh. And But after, after several attempts, you finally get its health down to zero. You are victorious. Until you see something emerging from its nether regions. Uh, oh <laughs> and no! you realize the entire fight, it was in labor. Oh, <laughs> and no. now you have to fight its offspring. Okay, <laughs> that actually does sound very plausible. Yes, yes, it does. And I love it. Does it, does its nether regions, does the, the mouth open up and like spit out the child? Let's go with that. Why not? That's amazing. <laughs> Oh, I love this Anything goes in souls born. <laughs> Just do whatever. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> Can't wait to stab this thing in its many faces. <laughs> okay. And Jensen. <clears throat> I had one on here for you. It's gone. Did you no, remove it? It's right there. I'm looking right at it. I can't see it. it just says oh, yeah, that's right. Pontificate. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Jensen just wrote pontificate. <laughs> Jensen, write the plot of Fable 4 now. Okay. So the way that I would love for it to be is I would love for it to focus more on like the idea of the heroes and like like the way that the second one was where you had like the hero of skill and the hero of will and the hero of power and then you had the fourth one that brought all of them together. I want them to focus more on that thing. They kind of left it for the third game. I want them to get back to it. And I kind of shut oh. <laughs> I'd kind of like it if your character was someone who is like like I I don't really want to say a fairy exactly, but like someone who like was raised with the woodland creatures and like, you know, in the forests. And you, like, maybe you know, maybe you're a fairy. Maybe you're not even one of the heroes. Can I stop you oh. right now and just ask if you are describing Orcarina of Time as a joke? No, but that would be awesome. Are you, just, um, are you describing Zelda? Oh, my gosh, Zelda? you're right. I suck. Okay, 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 okay. New thing, new thing, new thing. And I still want you to focus on the heroes of skill and will and, and power. And, wait, okay. is it power? I don't even remember. Is it power, courage, and <laughs> no, maybe? like the main focus but i think it'd be kind of fun if you played as someone who like specifically like maybe you're not even one of the heroes maybe you uh, were raised in like a a group that is like setting out to find the heroes <clears throat> and you go out and find the heroes but you're not any one of the four i, like I just it. think that'd be kind of interesting and you have to like unite them mm. to like save the world nice. and i kind of think that teresa um, if they don't have Teresa in it, I think that'll be a, a terrible shame because she's kind of this character who's carried over through all of them. I think she was in the third game. I actually don't remember for sure. But if she wasn't in the third game, that's a travesty. And she should be there in the fourth. 
and possibly even a villain. Ooh. I kind of feel like that's that's where her where she's headed. Because, you know, she starts out, she's your sister in the first game. And then in the second game, she kind of leads you through. And I kind of be interesting. I think it'd be interesting if she was like, you know, like lived long enough to see herself become the villain. <gasps> that would be kind of interesting. Uh-huh. Anyway, <laughs> that's what I want. I kind of love that. Yeah. 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 And yes, I know it's a lot like Ocarina of Time, but that's also the way that Fable is. <laughs> a lot like Ocarina of Time? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well... Uh, and then my challenge is, I'll just go through this very quickly, uh, invent a phone game that will bankrupt millions and destroy marriages. So <laughs> I we have actually, I actually, my whole idea is that let's just do a Super Mario Maker, but like really dumb and basic. Like, like the kind where it's basically, because then you get the mobile game thing of like pitting people against each other. Yeah. Um, but you can make it for babies. And... Um, <laughs> So that ba- literal babies can actually play it and um, use their parents' loose phone settings to spend all their money. And you design a field of obstacles. <laughs> I'm thinking of combining that with basically like an ultimate chicken horse kind of setup. Oh, yeah. Where you have to create an obstacle course of sorts that you, a 3D character can try and move through. And there'll be a certain number of fails. Like, for example, if 20 people in a row try to play your level and fail every single time, then you will actually incur a debt because you've created a level that's not beatable and that's against the rules. But if like even one person out of 20 manages to get through it, you're okay because that means it is possible. And then the more people that lose the game, the more money you acquire. And you basically just create a sort of balance system where you're trying to destroy your friends and family. This would be absolute (laughs) crack for some people. I know. Yeah. 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 And like, and like I, I, but you just make it really easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you just make it so that anybody basically can play this and you add the competitive aspect of it. And I think the debt thing would actually be kind of fun if you balanced it correctly, because then even if you incur a debt, um, I think it would restrict certain things that you can do. Like maybe you can't make any levels yeah. until you get out like of maybe, debt and or, you can only earn money by completing levels. Yeah. So maybe you use the money to buy more obstacles. Mm hmm. Like more and more elaborate ones. Yeah, yeah. Like and I, you can you can pay actual real world money to get more of the money. You well, of course you can pay real world money. The whole point oh of my this gosh, game Elsa, is to steal people's money. This would be so good. Why haven't we made this yet? I know we don't know anything about programming. You're right. Yeah, none of us do. <laughs> Zach does. Zach he does. does. Yeah. Zach well, knows let's how to do make everything. this game. Let's do it. He's a Zach of all and take trades. over the world <laughs> and master of a couple of them. <laughs> Wow. All right. Uh, I'm so impressed, Elsa. (laughs) I thought it was pretty good. Um, So what non-video game things are we obsessed with right now? I'm writing a lot still. I'm finally given enough time to like really work on my manuscripts. And so I'm taking advantage of that. I'm actively working on about three of them right now. Just kind of switching off depending on what I feel like that day. And then I also um, got back into crocheting, which is something that I used to do a lot of in my younger days. And um, I'm living like a well-educated spinster, basically, where I just write my books and crochet my little octopi and bunny rabbits. And uh, I made a bunch of little rice balls and I stuffed them with catnip and and valerian root and chamomile. And I gave them to my kitties to play with and they loved them and also seemed a bit drugged out. (laughs) So it's been good. (laughs) I think that it might be having a a not great effect on Piggy. I think it's making him more paranoid. (laughs) Because every time I leave the room, he'll like follow me going, like he's like, where are you going? What are you doing? And I don't feel like he was doing that as much before he. Well, we can got we can take his, his we can take his crochet rice ball away for a while. Yeah. <laughs> See if it calms down a little. The chamomile is supposed to help with that. That's one of the reasons why I put it in there. Yeah. yeah. I could be imagining things. I don't know. Yeah. Are you on that medication again that makes you paranoid? <laughs> That was just marijuana. Yeah. Just oh, some, yeah. Her dad's medical marijuana. <laughs> and actually, no, I haven't taken it for a while. Okay. Just check it. Yeah. No. Now I'm just on Prozac. It just makes me normal paranoid. Like, just like normal amounts of paranoid. Just like a normal, because before she was like, everything's fine. Yeah. And I, now she's like, some things aren't fine. <laughs> but it's okay. Actually, 
No, before I took Prozac, it was nothing is fine. Everything is terrible. Yeah. And I took Prozac and now it's some things aren't fine. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about but right. But it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so just normal amount of paranoid. Yeah. 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 Very good. Very good. <laughs> and Aaron. <clears throat> um, I'm still watching The Mentalist. And I also have been watching... Well, excuse me. <clears throat> I've also been watching um, the anime Fire Force or whatever it's called. Mm. And it's a good time. It's it's not like the best anime ever or my, one of my favorites, but I enjoy the action. It's a little over the top, but pretty cool. And there also seems to be a nice mystery afoot. So, oh, that's I mean, that's enough to keep me watching it. You haven't seen <laughs> Promare, have you? I think uh-uh. it came out around the same time and is also about firefighters. Ooh. It's very fun and weird in anime. Mm. It's, it's the uh, most she anime. Made us watch it, uh, me and our parents, um, watch it for her birthday. And it was a little bit too anime for them uh-huh. and a little bit too anime for me in some places. But I will admit that it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it was gorgeous. The animation was very pretty. Yeah, the cool. animation's really pretty. There's a lot of hype moments. The music's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily like love it. But I definitely liked it enough that I wanted to um, make other people watch it because mm. <laughs> it's very aggressively anime and it's uh-huh. really aggressively anime. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. And I know you like that. So. I, I do. <laughs> you can borrow the Blu-ray. She's got, she's got a steel book. It's very pretty. <laughs> nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Me? Can I say nothing? You can say nothing. <laughs> I'm pathetic, and I have only been playing video games. That's like, fine. I've been playing so much video games that at least once a day I have a moment where I think, do I want to eat or do I want to keep playing video games? And I usually choose video games. Yeah, it's, you have been yeah. missing a lot of meals. Yeah. <laughs> because you just don't feel like it. Because I'm like, if I eat, I can't hold a controller. <laughs> Well, okay, but I have noticed you're either playing video games or I'm making you eat something while we watch what you do in the, what we do in the shadows or or you've been cleaning and organizing. Yeah. Your, like, I haven't organized my room in the last couple days because dad is fixing up my closet. And so my room is a complete disaster right now. But once the yeah. closet is done, Jensen's closet is when we say unfinished, like it's just the poured concrete foundations of the house. Mm. That's it's a terrifying. And the light. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And um, so we're trying to get that finished. And dad offered to um, put up some drywall and some shelves so that it can be a closet. And not a terrifying mm-hmm. little dungeon. It looks That's like nice. a room you drag somebody into to murder them. We're pretty sure that it was first intended to be a walk up and that the lower half of the house was going to be a separate apartment but they didn't finish digging the stairs Mm -hmm. and then they just uh filled in where the door was going to be that's what it looks like (laughs) to me there's also a lot of like drainage on that side of the house so i think they were even digging down Um, yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and when water hits one side of the house it drips into my closet Mm. it's great nice Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, anyway, what games are we planning to play next? We've been efficient, can I just say? Yeah, yeah we, have. we have been. This is a good idea. <laughs> um, I still want to go back to Control. I just didn't feel up to exploring anything new, really, this week. Like, I I just really wanted to do Bloodborne and Dark Souls again and just kind of relax because I wasn't feeling so hot. And then... When I went back to Returnal, I was very passive with it. Like, I wasn't trying to push forward. It was more just, oh, I'm going to kind of explore what this weapon combination will do. And, yeah, I just kind of messed around with it. I didn't, like, I got to the the boss battle to go on to the next area. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to fight this guy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really ready to do this. I don't really want can to. we reschedule? Yeah, like I, it did. It felt like that. Like I landed in the arena and I was like, can we reschedule, please? <laughs> I just want to go back and keep doing what I was doing. 
Yeah. So I think I am going to go back to control. I just don't know if it's going to be immediate because I'm still kind of in this mood where like, I just want to retrace old ground. You guys predicted correctly and A Plague Tale is on PS Plus this month. So I can't think of a better time to start it, especially when I'm like in between games and kind of like, I don't know what I want to play. I don't know if I want to play right now. It's so good. I'm excited. (laughs) I hope you like it. (laughs) I'm excited. I probably will play that one um, soon as well because... I've been wanting to play it for a while now. Yeah. The fact that the second one's coming out soon and it's free now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've mentioned this to either of you, but do keep in mind, it starts off almost as a walking simulator. Mm-hmm. But they do eventually introduce some really interesting combat mechanics. Okay. And then the story picks up. But like those first couple of hours, uh, at a certain point, I was like, so is this just like Hellblade without the fighting? <laughs> <laughs> it's, okay. it's good, though. Mm-hmm. Um, for me... I basically am going to try and do everything that I said I was going to do last time. <laughs> Just for real now. Yeah. I think Plague Tale was on there. Jack and Daxter, I'd really like to start. Actually, I'm also planning to finish Deus Ex, possibly today, um, and then go back to Mass Effect 2. I'd like to finish Mass Effect 2 and see the changes that they made to 3. So I know that there were a couple changes. Mm-hmm. They changed Tally's face. I don't think I'll get to see it because I'm playing as a female shepherd and I'm not going to be romancing her. Because that's still not because allowed. still not allowed. <laughs> I'm really sad. <laughs> Hopefully they'll add that in the fourth game. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's what I'm playing. If I remember to and don't get distracted again by other things. Because <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> All right, we did that really fast, didn't we? That was cool. super, super efficient of us, you guys. That was. Aaron, please take us to the logical conclusion of this. I will try. <laughs> My mind is blank. <laughs> All I can say is your princess is not in this podcast. I don't know what she's doing, but maybe she'll get her crap together one of these days, and she might be in the next one. So come back next time. <laughs> I like this idea that the princess is just like so irresponsible. She's just never here. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, we don't know where she is. It was supposed she... to be her podcast. <laughs> She's the one who contacted all of us and set this up. And then she just never showed. She's vanished for like three years now. Yeah. I know. She's so unprofessional. listening we'd love to hear from you your hopes your dreams your loves and fears message us at princess and pod on instagram and twitter or check out our youtube channel princess and another video you can also email us at princess and another podcast at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you take good care of your gamer hearts and souls